This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, June 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. A skeleton budget gets fleshed out later. Drought action stokes fears in ag. Cal OSHA redoes COVID-19 rules and record almond exports. Legislature passes placeholder budget bill. Lawmakers approved the framework of a budget package on Monday with details to be filled out through the summer. Republican Senator Jim Nelson of Gerber said it was the first budget in his long career in Sacramento that passed without a joint agreement with the governor. Nielsen called it obscene that as many as 90 trailer bills are expected to follow the main budget bill and have little public debate. Will emergency drought regulations go statewide? State Water Control Board staff stressed last week in a webinar that the emergency curtailment actions being considered today are specifically tailored to the Russian River watershed, but expect ag groups to raise concern at the hearing about a provision in the draft regulation that would designate agriculture within the category of, quote, waste and unreasonable use. From a legal perspective, this could go a very ugly direction of the court, said Emily Rooney, president of the Ag Council, in a podcast on Friday. We believe they will use this as a template for what they do in the Central Valley. Rooney and a coalition of agriculture stakeholders have been encouraging farmers to share their comments at the board hearing. Cal OSHA releases proposed changes to COVID-19 regulations. The Cal OSHA Standards Board is expected to adopt the third iteration of its COVID-19 workplace safety rules on Thursday. The draft regulations would drop mask mandates for fully vaccinated employees in all settings, through un- though unvaccinated employees must still mask up indoors and in vehicles. Under the current version, employers are required to supply N95 respirators to all unvaccinated employees when distancing and barriers are not deployed. The new proposal changes that to provide N95s only at an employee's request. The proposal also exempts employer-provided housing from requirements when all residents are fully vaccinated. Vaccines approved by the agency would now include all those listed for emergency use by the World Health Organization, which is key for employers of foreign guest workers who are vaccinated outside of the U.S. California has record almond exports in May. California farmers exported 219 million pounds of almonds in May, setting a new record for shipments in the month and proving international demand outweighed tariffs, port troubles, and COVID-19 complications, according to new data released by the Almond Board of California. The May exports helped create another record-breaking number. The U.S. has exported 2.45 billion pounds of almonds in the first 10 months of the August-July crop year, another new high. This shows continuing high demand for California almonds among consumers around the world, said Richard Waycott, CEO and president of the board. People love almonds because they're a remarkably sustainable plant protein. They're versatile in a range of cuisines. They have outstanding health and beauty benefits, and they're delicious. Now, take note, U.S. exports to India are a major part of the scorching export pace. The country has imported 322 million pounds of almonds from August through May, according to the board. 
That's a 54% increase over the same period a year ago. It's also the first time any single country has imported more than 300 million pounds of almonds in one crop year. CRP sign-up deadline set. Landowners will have until July 23rd to apply for the Conservation Reserve Program general sign-up. USDA announced the deadline Tuesday. Sign-up opened in January, but USDA announced in April that it would increase payment rates and offer other financial incentives in a bid to get 4 million more acres enrolled in the program. Separately, the Farm Service Agency says it will take applications from July 12th to August 20th for the CRP Grasslands program. Bottom line, CRP now makes more financial sense for producers while also providing a bigger return on investment in terms of natural resource benefit, said FSA Administrator Zach Deschanel. But the National Grain and Feed Association is concerned that a 10% increase in payment rates that USDA is offering will take valuable cropland out of production. NGFA President and CEO Mike Seifert said, Programs that increase acreage idling in the United States weaken our food and agriculture supply chains and send market signals to competitors to plant more acres, resulting in negative climate and environmental impacts. White House presses rule vax despite resistance. White House officials aren't giving up on persuading more rural Americans to get vaccinated for COVID-19 through word of mouth and easier access to the shots. We know there's still a lot of people who want to get vaccinated, so we want to do everything we can to make it as easy as possible for those folks who want to get vaccinated to get vaccinated. That White House vaccine coordinator, Bakara Choker, in an interview with AgriPulse. At the same time, we also know that there are people in rural communities and communities across America who still have questions about the vaccine, and we have to do everything we can to make sure that they have the answers to those questions so that they can make an informed decision, he added. One thing the government is doing to expand vaccine availability is to encourage barbershops and hair salons to start offering the shots, he said. Why it matters? Well, health officials worry that COVID-19 variants will continue to circulate in communities with low vaccination rates. According to the latest Kaiser Family Foundation survey, 24% of rural residents say they will definitely not get vaccinated as compared to 13% nationally. Some 11% of rural residents are taking a wait-and-see attitude about the vaccine. Here's today's She Said It. We may not be able to avoid this water crisis, but we can work to avoid a food crisis. That Senator Melissa Hurtado of Sanger in urging Governor Newsom to consider the impacts on farmers for any future drought actions. Hurtado joined Republican Representative Dave Valadeo, who shares her district in a letter to Newsom. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, June 15th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., Visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.